Hello and half a day to our listeners on Guam and in the CNMI. It's now time for Total Health right here on Joy FM Radio, where your health questions get answered by the professionals. No clinic lines, waiting rooms, or need to make an appointment today. Just call into the show. Today, join our host, Dr. Michael Robinson from the Guam SDA Clinic and his guests, RN Atsushi Yamamoro and his wife, physical therapist, Katie Yamamoro. Today's focus will be on physical fitness. That's right, exercise and not only the physical health benefits, but its mental benefits as well. Get those questions about exercise ready for our hosts. They're ready to answer them. We would love to hear you on our talk show today. Call your questions questions and comments in at 472-1111 or text or WhatsApp 686-9999. If you live in the CNMI, we want to hear from you too. Please call 323-1113. Welcome everybody to Total Health. Here is Dr. Michael Robinson and his guests at Sushi and Katie Yamamuro. Good afternoon. Welcome to Total Health. We're so glad and we want to uh, invite you to call in to ask questions today. We have two special guests here today. We're going to be talking about exercise and how it hel- uh, helps your well-being and especially your mental health and physical health. And uh, so we want to invite you to call in to, to, to Joy FM. Um, and I want to introduce uh, Atsushi and uh, Katie. Welcome. We're so glad you're both here today. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for, for having us. Having us. And tell us a little bit about yourselves. Uh, we're so glad that you're with us. We want to know more about you. So from me? Okay. Uh, my name is Atsushi Yamamuro. Uh, I'm an RN in the SDA clinic, and I'm doing uh, director of nursing. And before we came to uh, Guam, and uh, actually we are doing the radio, health radio uh, programs in Japan for you know, two and a half years. So this kind of like brings us a memory <laughs> of the last <laughs> year that we have been, we've been doing those stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what got you interested in health? Uh, the health is, uh, everybody is really interested in the health. Doesn't matter what religion, doesn't matter what kind of country you're from. Uh-huh. And this is a universal topic. And uh, this is really a good way to reach out and many people to connect with you. So that's why I like to, you know, talk in the health. And uh, I enjoy the, you know, program that we did in Japan, too. Yes, yes. Now, you've had some training in health uh, besides uh, being an RN. I mean, that's a long training, being an RN, but you've done additional training. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, the, the training we call is uh, uh, natural remedy and hydrotherapy training. Uh-huh. And I was trained in the Wima, California. Uh-huh. And that place is well known as a natural remedy place yeah. that the people coming all over the world to seek the health. And that even though in the medical, uh, the, the doctors and the other uh, clinicians said, we can do anything anymore for your treatment, mm-hmm. and but uh, people coming coming from the all over to come to the seek the treatment in the Wimmer, yes. and even though the medication cannot really help them, but the natural way they can some kind of you know the aspect that that they can help. Yes, yes. So uh, that's the pl- a place I went to uh, a train of, and uh, I did the hydrotherapy training. 
and also massage therapy training mm-hmm. and also charcoal and natural remedy training. Mm. And also I had a chance to uh, work there as a worker and uh, that was a really good experience I had you know, there. I'm sure you saw a lot of uh, people's lives changed and improved from what you uh, what you experienced and what they experienced as well. Yes, I, I witnessed many, many uh, patients, uh, different cases, so I'm really excited, you know, to see those So uh, you, def- you definitely believe in lifestyle and uh, diet and exercise as a way to, to treat people and to, to provide for them by God's power. Yes. Uh, oh, thank you so much. Uh, Katie, welcome. We're so glad you're here as well. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you. I'm glad to be here as well. Um, well, I'm uh, like like you said, I'm a physical therapist, and uh, I got my doctorate in physical therapy uh, about 11 years ago. And uh, but prior to that, I also had done uh, some natural remedies training and hydrotherapy and and massage. And I feel like that really laid a good foundation then for my uh, for my physical therapy uh, practice. Yes. Yes. And. Um in in physical therapy, is there is there a, a a place where you see diet and exercise working together? Oh, very much so, uh, very much so. Mm-hmm. Um, diet diet influences healing quite a bit. Uh-huh. And do you, do you find that those um, uh, complement each other, or are they? fighting against each other when, when people eat a healthy diet? Right. When people eat a healthy diet, it definitely complements their healing. Um, but conversely, then, if they're not eating a healthy diet, it can fight against their healing. Sure. Um, yes, I, I see that daily. Sure. And we're, we're going to talk today a little bit about exercise and the importance of exercise. Um, tell me, um, as far as the lifestyle training that you went through, tell us a little bit about that and your experience with that. Uh, well, I um, I had no medical background really uh, before I did the natural remedies training, and um, it really laid a good foundation as far as um, teaching me about how the body works, teaching me uh, how we, you know, all the different aspects. You know, having health, having good health isn't about just doing one right thing. Uh, there's so many different aspects and facets of good health, and they, they work together. Um, not only not only doing your exercise and doing it correctly, uh, which of course is what physical therapists uh, focus on, that's, that's our world, yeah. um, but then of course having the good nutrition, getting sunshine, getting fresh air, getting enough rest, uh, all of those things work hand in hand uh, together to, to produce good results. Yes, absolutely, well thank you so much. And today we're going to talk a little bit about um, how exercise is important for us. And Katie, uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Why is exercise important for us? Why should we pay attention to it? Well, you know, it's something that I think we all know at least a little bit that it's good for us. Um, and different levels of knowledge. Uh, but we know, we hear on the news uh, through different sources that we know it's good for our heart. We know it's good for our muscles. Um, it's good for fighting things like diabetes and cancer um, and preventing those things as well as, as fighting against them. And it's also good for things like osteoarthritis and other de- disease conditions of the body. Uh, but one thing that a lot of people don't usually think about and it, that it's also good for our brains, for our mental health as well. And we've heard probably um, that 
exercise can help stress and depression, uh, but how does it do that? And uh, one of the ways that it does that, physiologically speaking, is that when you exercise, it actually temporarily increases um, some stress hormones like adrenaline and cortisol. Uh But uh, it only does that temporarily while you exercise. The more regularly you exercise, uh, the more it actually regulates your body thermostat in your brain. Uh, It's in the hypothalamus in the brainstem. It's, it's the thermostat for your body's um, stress hormones, the adrenaline and cortisol. And it will actually reduce the body's production of those over the long term when you're exercising regularly. So, uh, so even though it temporarily can increase the hormones, it will, over the long run, reduce them. So it, that will, over the long run, reduce your stress mm-hmm. and anxiety. Sure. Um, regular exercise, of course, also produces endorphins and dopamine. Uh, those are the good neurotransmitters. I know they talked uh, last week about neurotransmitters and diet. Yeah. and uh, But exercise also can increase the good neurotransmitters, which uh, can produce production of new brain cells, uh, which is really important. There was a time when uh, science thought that we could not generate new brain cells, that what we were born with was what we were stuck with. Uh, but now we know that there are some ways that brain cells can be regenerated and, and produced, and exercise is one of those ways. Mm. And it can also increase the uh, connections between the brain cells, which is a good thing, too. You want more connections in your brain cells. Yeah. Um, and also that kind of acts um, in adjusting the thermostat, like I had mentioned. It also acts like a beta blocker to lower your heart rate and your blood pressure. Um, And then, of course, getting enough exercise helps you sleep better. And so that will also reduce your stress and uh, and depression. And then, of course, getting enough exercise uh, boosts your self-image. It makes you feel better about the way you look. So that will also, you know, decrease stress, decrease depression and anxiety as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And there are a number of studies that have shown just in the last decade or so um, that exercise can specifically reduce depression. Um, The studies that they've done have shown that aerobic exercise is one of the best ways for uh, reducing depression. And uh, one one study in particular said that uh, you need to get at least uh, 17.5 calories per kilogram of your body weight per week in order to produce measurable results. Now, what does that mean? Uh, For a 150-pound person, that means approximately burning 1,200 calories per week. That's not per day. That's per week. Uh, so that's very doable. Um, but you have to do that, you know, on a fairly regular basis in order to be able to get good results uh, for treating depression. Okay. And there are also um, studies that show that exercise is good for reducing anxiety, uh, general anxiety disorder, social phobias, uh, panic disorder even can respond to aerobic exercise, and panic disorder actually responds to both aerobic exercise and uh, strength training. So both both are important. Getting the strength training and the aerobic exercise. Okay. So you 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 you're saying that pe- people who 
easy to panic too. That that's gonna help. Not just a panic disorder, but some people are easy to panic. Right? right. Yeah, that's true. You don't necessarily have to be diagnosed with the disorder. Some people do. They're a little bit uh, more tightly wound mm-hmm. than others. Um, they do respond quite well to regular exercise. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It is. It's fascinating. Uh, just the mounting amount of literature that we have showing. Uh, all the good benefits of exercise in so many different cases. Wow. And post-traumatic stress disorder also is another one that responds to exercise, believe it or not. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Wow. And Harvard has done uh, some studies also in the last several years uh, showing that exercise can help improve your memory. It actually restructures the way your brain processes the memories and organizes them. So, of course, that's something we all want to keep our brains sharp as we get older. And it definitely will help that. It helps in the memory uh, organization and retention and um, uh, just keeping our brains fresh to prevent things, of course, related to age like Alzheimer's and that sort of thing. Sure. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Boy, there's a lot of good things exercise does for (laughs) us. Oh, yes. Anything else you want to share with us? Well, um, we have, you know, a lot of people wonder um, what types of exercise they can do, Uh, especially, you know, some people really aren't on a a regular exercise program and they kind of wonder, well, you know, where where do I begin? (laughs) How do I get started? Um, My general recommendation, one of the best exercises all around in in many ways is just walking, Mm -hmm. Uh, just getting outside, especially. Uh, walking, getting fresh air, sunshine at the same time. Uh, really, for, for the general population, especially those who aren't already on an exercise program, walking is really the best way to start. Okay. Uh, it can do so much uh, for your body. And there's actually a researcher in Scotland, I've read some of his materials, that, uh, that believes that walking can um, do so many wonderful things for us. He even holds uh, his meetings uh, walking. Oh, wow. <laughs> he and his colleagues walk down the street or through the park while they're having their meeting because um, he's just, he's a neuroscientist and he's just found so many wonderful things that walking can do uh, for for the brain. So so we want to invite everyone to stand up right now and start walking. All right. While they listen to the radio. <laughs> yeah, keep, the your, keep your radio with you. <laughs> if, you're, if you're in the car, please do not do that, okay? <laughs> right. Hold on wait, to the steering wheel. <laughs> wait till you get to where you're going, yes. Mm-hmm. But, but walking is a great place to start. Um, mm. And then also there's strength training that's important too. Um, you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, is strength training really important, especially females? I get that question a lot from females. Mm. Um, and, and the answer is yes. Okay. Um, strength training is uh, just as important as aerobic exercise for different reasons. Uh, and that is to keep your muscles healthy. Uh, they need to be strong. And uh, so we want to do the aerobic exercise definitely. And, and that's the one you should do more often. You can do aerobic exercise every day of the week. Um, but incorporate strength training as well. And you don't have to go to a gym to do that. You can do that uh, in your own home. There's a lot of things you can do to challenge your muscles uh, at home without going anywhere, without paying any money. Mm. So in- inexpensive ways to exercise and keep mm-hmm. healthy. Okay. Yes. Great. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. I understand that you are uh, in charge of a program uh, for depression and anxiety that... Uh, that runs on Guam and that um, exercise is an important part of that program. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, very true. We're currently running a depression anxiety recovery program. Um, 
And exercise is a big part of that. Of course, there's many facets. Exercise is just one, uh, but it is a huge part uh, for the, for some of the benefits we've already mentioned. Um, and our participants uh, are really seeing good results. Um, the more the more they engage with uh, the recommendations with the program and uh, that sort of thing, the the better results they get. And uh, so, yeah, I would encourage you if if you're struggling with depression or anxiety or if you know someone who is, uh, we do have uh, that program and we have another one coming up in October. Okay. And uh, we would love to to have uh, anyone who who would benefit from it to join us. So if someone wants to be part of that, do they call a, uh, a number? At the, uh, where would they call to get a Yes, they can call the Seventh-day Adventist Clinic, the Guam Seventh-day Adventist Clinic, okay. and talk to the wellness department. Ask for the wellness department. Sure. Um, G. Lee is uh, the lady that uh, is in charge of, of the phone calls for that, but uh, just just talk to anybody in the wellness department and they, okay. can, they can help. Uh, October 12 is our starting date for the next program. So ask for the Depression Anxiety Recovery Program and, uh, and they'll get you signed up right away. Yes. Oh, very good. Excellent. Yes. In the meantime, if I'm, you know, I feel a little blue, a little depressed, uh, a little anxious, uh, maybe a little panicky, or have some insomnia, what kind of exercise would you recommend I start tonight? Um, actually, for tonight, um, I wouldn't recommend anything necessarily. I would recommend tomorrow morning. Okay. <laughs> um, and that is uh, get up early. Get up uh, when the sun comes up, okay. if possible. and Or even maybe a few minutes before, so you can be ready to go outside when the sun comes up. Um, but go outside, walk. If you're able to go to the beach, walk at the beach, uh-huh. uh, walk in a park, um, walk close to your home, wherever you have access to. Yeah. And... Um, but get outside, breathe deeply, uh, look at the sun. Of course, don't look directly at it sure. <laughs> unless you have your eyes closed. Um, but but get that sunshine. Um, getting sunshine first thing in the morning okay. is going to help you sleep better that night. Mm. Uh, so getting outside, getting in the sunshine first thing in the morning with your deep breathing and getting your aerobic exercise is really the best way to start your day. If you have early morning awakening, uh-huh. like say you wake up around three or four in the morning and can't go back to sleep, yeah. uh, then get outside again in the afternoon around three or four o'clock. Okay. As long as the sun is shining. If it's raining, then you may need to uh, do it the next day. Sure. But uh, go outside again and get some more sunshine at three or four in the afternoon, and that'll help you uh, not to wake up so early in the morning. Sure. Okay. So twice a day. Morning time is the best for exercise, mm-hmm. and then if you wake up uh, too early, then go out and exercise again in the afternoon. Right. Interesting. Okay. Right. And time-wise, um, when you go out, of course, you know, some of us have busier schedules than others. Uh, ideally, it's good if you can walk for an hour in the morning. Okay. Uh, some of us can't quite spare that much time. So uh, if you can do just 10 minutes, do 10 minutes. Mm. Uh, If you can do 20, that's even better. Uh, Whatever you can do, just get out and do it. Uh, That's that's really whatever you do is going to help you. Sure. Any any speed of the walking? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, If you have uh, any kind of device to measure your speed, you want to aim for at least three miles an hour. three to four miles an hour. If you don't have a, a way to measure it, then just walk briskly. Um, and 
you know, if you're, if you're a little more feeble, if you have some health conditions, uh, then just do what you can tolerate. Uh, you don't want to get short of breath. Uh, if you're having difficulty getting your breath, then you may be going a little too much. Mm. Um, most of us don't have that problem. Most of us need to, to go a little faster. Yeah. Uh, so just get out there and attempt to brisk walkly. <laughs> Walk briskly <laughs> and swing your arms as well, and that'll help you with the uh, with the deep breathing and momentum. Mm, gotcha. Okay. So taking a big breath is important for you. Yeah, deep breaths. Deep breaths. Oh, oh, excellent. I understand that that uh, helps with our prevention of COVID uh, exercise and taking deep breaths. And uh, that is very true. Expanding yeah. those lungs. Oh, that's really important. Okay. Well, very good. So call the Wellness Center uh, through the clinic operator, uh, 646-8881. And so you want to sign up for the Depression Anxiety Recovery class that's coming up October 12th. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right around the corner. Yes, and, and it is an eight-week program. program. Eight-week, okay. So mm-hmm. is it uh, daily for eight weeks? Or? It is not. It is only once a week on Monday evenings. Okay, so not not a lot of commitment. Uh, no. Okay, so we can we can... Give one day uh, mm-hmm. to, to our health, right? Two-hour sessions. Two-hour yes. sessions. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's definitely doable. Mm-hmm. But certainly if you have anxiety, depression, insomnia, you'd want to get get your health back by uh, committing to eight weeks of uh, two-hour sessions. Yes. Oh, very good. And we'll start exercising tomorrow morning. All right. Morning. Excellent. We're going to go to a break now, and uh, thank you so much. Okay. You're tuned in to Total Health on Joy FM. When we come back, Dr. Michael Robinson and his special guests, Katie and Atsushi Yamamuro, talk about the incredible benefits of exercise. Please get your questions ready and call them into the show. On Guam, you can call 472-1111 or text 686-9999. If you are in the CNMI, you can call 323-1113. Total Health will be right back after this short break. We all have them. Those tired days. Those days when you feel like you're moving in jello. When it seems like time itself is mocking you and refuses to budge. Here at Joy FM, we're kind of like a time warp to 5 o'clock. There's nothing tired here. And with your financial support, we'll keep it that way. Wake up and log on to learn more. JoyFMRadio.net and thanks for listening to Total Health on Joy FM. We want to hear from you. Call in with your health-related questions, 472-1111, or text or WhatsApp your questions to 686-9999. If you live in the CNMI, you can call 323-1113. Now back to the show. Sushi and Katie, we have a question that's come in. It says, I'm overweight and I want to lose weight. I've started walking, but after 15 minutes, my knees will start hurting, and I will have to stop. Are there any other exercises I can do that will be gentle on my knees? Hmm. Good question. Good question. Uh, a lot of people have pain in their knees, and presumably uh, it's probably from some sort of arthritic condition. Um, if that's And that's the answer is kind of uh, uh, two-part. Um, one is if it is due to an arthritic condition, 
the literature is actually showing, uh, research is showing that uh, gentle exercise is one of the best treatments for osteoarthritis. Okay. Um, now, with that said, that is gentle is the key, gentle exercise. So if you can walk and continue walking with just mild pain, yeah. mild as in it's not you know, excruciating, yeah. um, then it's okay for a little while. Okay. Uh, however, if it's excruciating pain, then yeah, you definitely want to ease back. Mm -hmm. However, you can probably build up. If you can go for 15 minutes without the pain, then just go for 15 minutes and maybe the next day try 20 minutes. Um, try to build up and see if it actually will improve. However, if you're not able to do that to get your exercise in, uh, swimming is a wonderful exercise if you uh, have access to a pool or to the ocean. Yeah. The, the ocean is something that's accessible to all of us. Yeah. Um, and then do some swimming. That's very easy on the joints, and you can still get some really good uh, aerobic exercise while swimming. Another one, of course, is bicycling. Bicycling isn't quite as hard on the knees, yeah. and um, you can do your bicycling on a regular bicycle outdoors. Or if that's just a little too challenging for you, of course, there's the stationary bicycles that you can use inside uh, as well. Again, of course, you don't get the benefits of the fresh air and sunshine that way, but, but still, something is always better than nothing. Yes, okay. Oh, thank you. Our next question is, can I eat whatever I like if I exercise? <laughs> Maybe I can get the, <laughs> the question then. Uh, I can just, uh, I have experience, I mean, the, uh, when I was in Florida, and I have a friend and uh, who has an a orthopedic surgeon uh -huh. as a friend, yeah. and he's a runner, and uh, he's really good shape. You know, he's not overweight, he's great shape, he's running all the time. Uh -huh. But one problem that he had is, uh, was that uh, he eats, he ate, the ice cream a lot uh -huh. so whenever you know like uh, occasionally we get together and uh, and to have party he has uh, like uh, one quart like a big you know yeah. the bucket kind of ice cream yes, right. he eat by, by himself oh wow he's and, really uh, a mm. and ice cream eater <laughs> <laughs> And I, I like ice cream, ice cream too. I, I cannot really, you know, like uh, blame on him. But his um, uh, people asking him, you know, he's a, of, of course physician. He's an orthopedic surgeon. Yeah. And there are uh, people ask, ask him, you know, hey, isn't that too much, you know, eating? You know, he, his answer is always like this. Um, I'm, you know, I'm a, a runner. I'm an athlete. And uh -huh. I have to burn more calories. So those one is gonna burn, you know, in quickly. So I have to eat some whatever, you know, I need, I want to eat. And but this person, he was still young, and he had heart attack after oh, that. Oh no! And he didn't come back from the heart attack. Ooh. So, so what is this story telling us? Uh. So whatever we eat is that doesn't matter if you exercise or not. It really does matter. It does. So, mm -hmm. so that's that's you know, from my you know experience that uh, my friend told me, yeah. and that gave me like a you know that clear answer. Yeah. You know. That's so, right. mm -hmm. so it's it's not just about uh, the amount of calories that we're eating. It's also about the quality yes. of the calories we're eating. That's mm -hmm. right. I know the cardiologists have a saying that is fat. 
pardon me, thin on the outside, fat on the inside. Mm. Mm. They refer those to the models, you know, people mm-hmm. who they have to look really good and trim, but mm-hmm. their diet is terrible mm. and it builds up on the inside. Even though you're outside, your body looks good and you're mm-hmm. exercising and stuff, you're still mm. putting down the the uh, atherosclerosis that plugs up the arteries right. and stuff. So mm. it's really important what we eat. Mm. Yeah, very true. And when I was in Japan, uh, I did some kind of health uh, fair. And there's a little, you know, like a uh, uh, household machine that yeah. they can check a weight and, and other water and everything, right? Uh-huh. And one of the sections you can check with this machine is a vessel uh, fat. Oh. So that's the inner fat. Oh. So you cannot see from outside, but yeah. inner fat, they can they can show you in the, the numbers. Uh-huh. So that means even though you look, you know, healthy, but inside, uh. you can tell there's a more fat inside. Sure. So, mm. so that really helped us to teach them, uh. you know, for the health, you know, like uh, eight laws of health sure. and uh, other things to, you know, bring up more the attention to it. Mm. So that was interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, interesting. we did. Right. Well, our next question is, how often should I work out? Hmm. Okay, good question. Uh, how often should you work out? Depends on what you're doing. Um, as I said earlier, aerobic exercise you can do every day. Um, again, if you can only do 10 minutes, that counts, but an hour is ideal hmm. for aerobic exercise. Um, you should do at least five days a week, but aim for every day. That way you'll be sure and get probably at least five or six. Um, Can you give us some examples of what aerobic exercises are? Yes. uh, Aerobic exercises are exercises that get your heart rate up and sustain it uh, Mm. in that elevated position. So things like walking, we already mentioned, uh, but also jogging, running, uh, swimming, uh, bicycling, um, gardening. Gardening is also another great aerobic exercise, and it gets you outside too. Playing sports, tennis, uh, any kind of uh, exercise or activity where you're running around, uh-huh. uh, that's an aerobic type exercise. Hiking too. Uh, hiking. Oh, yeah. yes. How could oh. I forget? One of our favorites is hiking. Um, so, yeah, those are uh, different levels. Some are a little more intense than others. Um so, so that's your aerobic exercise. Um, now, if, if you're asking about how often should I work out, like do the strength training, um, you want your strength training to be sufficiently enough to stress your muscles so that you're sore the next day. Okay. That shows you that you've, you've been successful in your strength training. Now, you want to be able to still move. If you're so sore you can't move, then, then you overdid it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want to be a little bit sore the next day so you feel like you accomplished something. Uh, but that means you need to rest the next day. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to do strength training uh, day after day. You want to take a break because rest is just as important as the exercise. Especially, you know, when you're building muscle, um, the building of muscle doesn't happen while you're exercising. While you're doing your your weights and strength training, it's actually tearing your muscle down. It's when you rest that it's getting built back up. So rest is very important. So typically the recommendation is two to three days a week to do the strength training. And then, of course, you also want to include your um, flexibility exercises, your stretching, uh, that's uh, also a very important uh, category of exercise is stretching. Okay. So make sure that you incorporate stretching. Typically after you do your aerobic exercise is a good time to, to do your stretching, your serious stretching. Um, so that way you can do it as often as you do your aerobic 
uh, exercise. So thank you so much. As far as the um, strength training, mm-hmm. what what is a good way to start strength training? If I'm I'm not doing strength training, I haven't done it before, how do I start a strength training program? Okay, well, what the experts will tell you is that you need to go to a gym and get a personal trainer. And if you can afford that, then that's definitely probably the safest way to go. However, um, you can start at home on your own uh, with probably what you have in your own kitchen or your own shop. Um, One of the things I like to recommend is to use... uh, you know, the idea is to have something that stresses your muscles. Okay. So um, you can do uh, exercises with no equipment, uh-huh. <clears throat> things like squats, lunges, uh, push-ups. Those are all good strength training exercises that uh-huh. require no equipment. Okay. Uh, you can also use simple equipment. Most of us know where we can find some, cord- some sort of stretchy bands, mm. um, tubing, you know, things like that that we can uh, just provide some simple, simple challenge for our muscles. Um, but then there's also stuff you can find around your own house. Uh, what I have here for those who can actually uh, see us is a two pound bottle of liquid soap. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can use like a milk jug, uh, anything like that. You can, uh, if it's not already filled, you can fill it with water to, to as much resistance as you can take. You can use it for arm exercises. You can push, uh, you can hold the the container in your hand and do an overhead press. Just push that that jug up toward the ceiling. That provides some good uh, resistance for your arm muscles. Uh-huh. You can also do out to the side uh, with your arm straight out to the side, holding the milk jug, lower it down to your side, and then lift back up to the level of your shoulder. Uh, that's another way that you can provide some resistance uh, for your arms. And then core core exercises, well, push-ups are a good core exercise, and also um, like uh, supermans. If you don't know what a superman exercise is, it's where you're laying uh, face down on the floor or on a firm surface with your arms straight out in front of you overhead and your legs straight, and then you just lift your chest and your legs up off the floor as high as you can. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of like you envision Superman flying. That's where it got its name from. And uh, that's an excellent exercise for your low back. Uh, One of the best, according to EMG studies, for the low back muscles. So there's there's a lot you can start out with at home. Wow, that's very interesting. Wow. I've got to try that Superman one. That's really awesome. Oh, yes. One of my favorites. (laughs) (laughs) Well, very good. So I I think you're going to show us some exercises after the next break here. So those who want to listen to that or go to uh, Facebook Live, Mm -hmm. uh, Joy FM. Uh, We want to invite you to do that so you can see Katie do some uh, exercises for us. Uh, And you can follow her. uh, If you can't uh, go to uh, Facebook, then you can uh, just listen online and uh, we'll uh, give you uh, uh, things that you can do uh, while you're in a safe place at home. So so get ready. Uh, We're going to have that after the break. One more Mm -hmm. question before we go to the break is uh, this person has been losing weight. Uh, working out, um, but not losing as quickly as they want to. So they want to know, should they cut back on what they eat? So in other words, uh, cut back on their calorie intake to help them lose weight faster. Right. Um, That's a good question also. And really, you want to make sure that your body is getting the nutrients it needs. Uh, Oftentimes, we don't necessarily need to restrict calories as much as we need to alter calories. Um, you know, if, if you're still quite a ways away from your ideal weight, 
and you're not losing very fast, well, number one, keep in mind, uh, Rome wasn't built in a day. And a lot of times it took us years to get to the weight we're at. And so it may take us a long time to get back to the weight we want to be at. So um, number one, don't have too ambitious of goals for the speed of your weight loss. That can be discouraging. Uh, Every pound counts. And uh, even if you're only doing, you know, one pound a week or one pound every two weeks, it's still progress in the right direction. So don't be discouraged. Um, But if you're really going slow and not seeing that much progress, then altering the quality of your calories can help. Um, You know, eating more plant-based foods. Plant-based foods are actually much better utilized by your body than animal-based foods. Animal-based foods are going to counteract your weight loss uh, goals. So uh, the less you can eat of animal products and the more you can eat of plant-based foods, the, the better you're going to see your results. And the timing, too, mm. when, when, when you eat. Is uh, that's really, also a good point. Yeah. What's the best time to, uh, to eat? Well, the, the best time to eat is when the, the body is, has a higher metabolic, you know, the rate is going on. The bad timing to eat is that your body is getting lower metabolic you know, level. So which means it's the nighttime is usually the time that you don't want to eat much. Okay, so morning time, mm-hmm. breakfast. Morning through the days, and that's the time that you eat. And uh, after like uh, sundown, evening, it's the inner uh, body is getting the mode to uh, sleeping mode. They they don't burn the as as much as the, the like the day daytimes. Mm-hmm. So, so if you get the more calorie at night, it's retained there for longer. Mm-hmm. So right. So when you're waking up in the morning, your body's revving its engine. It's it's getting started for the day, but in the evening, your body's wanting to go to sleep. So that the metabolism is dropping in mm. the evening hours. So, so yeah, that's that's why you don't need calories to sleep through the night. Uh, so so just think about it. You don't want to eat right before you go to bed. It doesn't really help uh, with your with your sleep. Mm. It probably keeps you awake a little bit as you're digesting that food, right? Right. Yeah. Well, and that's true because when our metabolism drops when we go to bed, that means our digestion slows down. So what would normally just take maybe a few hours to digest in the daytime is going to easily take, you know, five, six hours or even all night um, when your body's in its low gear. So, okay, um, we had another question uh, that just came in, and that was about uh, uh, breathing. What causes me to breathe heavy or makes me hard to breathe? I'm assuming that's while I'm exercising. Right. It sounds like yeah, while you're exercising, uh, you know, your body when you're exercising, <clears throat> all the systems in your body are kind of on and uh, fast forward. Um, so your body needs, it needs more calories, it needs more blood flow, and also it needs more oxygen. So your, your heart rate and your respiration rate is going to increase while you're exercising. That's okay. Uh, that's a good thing. Uh, when it gets dangerous is when you're actually having to breathe so fast that you're not, uh, not really getting enough breath and you feel like you're getting short of breath and, and can't breathe. Um, then if that happens while you're exercising, then you need to back off a little bit. Um, and you may, if you find that to be a, a problem, uh, then you may actually need to talk to your doctor 
about that and see if there's something going on that needs to be addressed. Well, things like chest pain with heavy breathing would be an issue. Right. Uh, or having what we call angina, where you're, you're feeling pressure, uh, like someone sitting on your chest or an elephant sitting on your chest while you're exercising. Mm-hmm. Those would be danger signals and stuff. So you don't want to have that with your exercise. But taking a deep breath and and breathing, that's that's a good sign, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You want to breathe faster when you're exercising it because your body needs that exercise, the, the oxygen, more oxygen to each one of your cells in your body. So that's important. But that should come naturally. You shouldn't have to make yourself breathe faster. That, that'll just happen naturally. Oh, that's very help, helpful. And uh, <clears throat> question next is about the stomach. You know, we all want to have a flat stomach really tight. Uh, are sit-ups the best way to flatten our stomach? What's the best? Oh, that's a good question. And, and yeah, um, a very, a very common one actually that, that I get a lot. And, you know, uh, sit-ups are an excellent exercise, uh, for your abdominal muscles. It's a good core exercise. Um, however, unfortunately the body does not, uh, pick and choose where it burns the fat from first. Um, so when you're exercising your body and, and aerobic exercise is where you burn the fat. So doing the sit-ups isn't necessarily going to burn many calories. That's mostly for strengthening. Uh, your aerobic exercise is where you're going to burn the calories and, uh, the body may choose to burn it from somewhere else first, Mm -hmm. but it will, uh, take it from your stomach fat cells uh, at some point. So so don't lose heart. Um, if you're doing your regular aerobic exercise, you will lose uh, the fat in your stomach uh, or your abdomen area. Um, however, you do want to do abdominal exercises because it's important to keep those muscles strong. Uh, I don't normally recommend full sit-ups uh, simply because so many of my patients struggle with back pain. Um, and a full sit-up can kind of aggravate back pain because a lot of people don't do it uh, exactly correctly. Um, so what I normally recommend is what we call crunches, and that's laying on your back in the same position as a sit-up, only you just crunch up, lifting your head and your shoulders up off of the floor and uh, tightening your abdominal muscles, but not going into a complete sit-up position. Uh, a reverse curl is where you're in that same position and you bring your knees to your chest, tightening your abdominal muscles. Uh, either of those are excellent abdominal exercises. Okay. Do you, do you think you could do some demonstrations for us and sort of lead us through an exercise uh, regimen right now? Yes. Uh, you mean those specifically? Or whatever, whatever you had for okay. us. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes. I would love to demonstrate some of those. However, I'm, I don't think the camera can actually get down on the floor. So, um, so I won't demonstrate those two I was just talking about, but... Uh, good exercises um, for for folks at home uh, to start with for for the strength. I mean, we've already established what are good aerobic exercises. So usually the strength is where people have the most questions. Um, doing some good exercises, you can do. You know, some people are chair bound; uh, they're not able to get up and walk. Uh, but there's still so much you can do in the chair, just mm-hmm. marching in place uh, in the chair, and also doing some arm exercises. I think we mentioned uh, earlier about taking some sort of resistance, like I had the liquid soap here. Uh, But then there's also, you know, you can get the little free weights uh, where you can, um, you know, one, two, three, four pounds uh, free weights. 
Anyway, use some kind of resistance to put in your hand and with your hands overhead, punching up toward the ceiling. That's an excellent shoulder exercise. And then slowly lowering the items back down, punching up and lowering back down. Now, whenever you do these type of exercises, you wanna kind of uh, uh, aim for sets of 10 usually. The more challenging it is, the fewer sets you're going to do. If you find you're able to do like three or four sets really easily, then maybe get something heavier. Um, but you want to you want to be able to wear yourself out and How feel fast? sore the next day. How fast should we be doing this? Um, you want it to be controlled. Okay. Uh, speed is not the point. So you want to make sure you're not necessarily doing it real fast. Faster is not better, but you do want to do it in a controlled fashion. Uh, so, like start here and up up, up, hold it for a second, and then down, 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 down. So make sure when you are coming back with gravity that you're kind of not just letting gravity bring you back down. Uh, so you're kind of controlling that motion as you come back down. Okay. So, so anyone can do this exercise. I mean, we're sitting in a chair and just lifting up our hands <coughs> above our head with with whatever we have at, at hand, right? Mm-hmm, right, okay. right. How about the posture when you do that? Those. That's a very good point. You know, mm. when we work out, especially when we're doing strength training, posture is almost as important as the exercise itself. Because mm. if you are if you have poor posture, you can end up injuring yourself. And we don't want to injure ourselves, right? right. So uh, whenever you do pretty much anything, you want to have good posture. You want your shoulders to be up. You want your chin to be high. Uh, not up. You don't want your chin to be like pointing at the ceiling, but you should have it elevated where your face pointed straight ahead. And then uh, your arms, your hands, whatever you're holding should be pretty much as straight above your shoulders as you can get. So just straight up above and then straight back down. Okay. And each time you do any exercise, you want to make sure you're focusing on your target muscles. So for this exercise, the target is our arms and our shoulders. Okay, so if it if I'm feeling pain somewhere else, that probably means I'm I'm I need to check my technique mm. and do it a little bit better because you shouldn't be feeling pain, uh, especially anywhere other than <laughs> than your arm and shoulder. Um, then another thing you can do for the shoulders is out to the side uh, with your arms straight out to the side. I don't think the camera can see completely out there, but <laughs> um, with the with the arms straight out to the side, holding your your object that's uh, a few pounds, and then lowering it down to your side at your hip, and then lifting it straight back up to just to the level of your shoulder, no higher. If you're going to go higher than your shoulder, you want to make sure your thumb is pointed up uh, because we don't want to impinge anything in the shoulder. So if you're going to go above the level of your shoulder, make sure your thumb is pointed straight up. Okay, but you can get in a good exercise just going from the level of your hip to the level of your shoulder, straight out again with your elbow straight. Okay, so again, you can do that 10 times, see how you're feeling. If it was a challenge, take a break, and then do another 10, maybe in a few moments. If it wasn't a challenge, then you may need to get something heavier. Um, another thing that you can do, say you're an office worker, and you spend a lot of time sitting, um, you want to make sure that you take breaks uh, during the day. Take breaks. I think at Sushi you had... Uh, a good thing to help us remember how and what to do with our breaks. Yeah, the, this is not ex exactly exercise, but the, when I was doing the radio show in Japan, and one of the eye doctors um, that she recommended 
That's uh, easy to remember. 20-20-20 rules. 20-20-20 rules. 20-20-20 okay. rules. So 20 minutes if you're sitting down, uh -huh. looking at the computer or anything. So this is a breaking time. 20 minutes you break, and that time you, you get off the uh, eye from the screen, uh -huh. and then you look at the somewhere else, like 20 feet away, okay. and for 20 seconds. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's 20, Every 20, 20 minutes. 20. 20 feet away. Mm. Every 20, 20 minutes okay. and, and get off the eye uh -huh. and look at 20 feet away yeah. for 20 mm -hmm. seconds. Okay. So that's the, you know, like uh, good uh, eye health. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But same thing as uh, our, you know, the exercise too maybe. Right. And you can, you can keep that in mind, obviously, to keep your eyes sharp. <laughs> mm -hmm. But also every 20 minutes you should take a break from sitting. So even if it's just as simple as standing up for a moment mm -hmm. and then sitting back down, uh, sitting is one of the uh, one of the necessary evils <laughs> of our modern society, and uh, so many so many um, chronic illnesses and everything are related to a sedentary lifestyle. That uh, they've actually done studies, um, and the amount of time that you spend sitting during the day can be um, proportionate to your risk of dying from any cause. Uh, that's how strong uh, the link is between a sedentary lifestyle and deaths from so many reasons. Uh, so I've heard it said that uh, sitting is the new smoking. smoking. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yes, that's true. That's true. Sitting, um, you know, we, we feel like maybe we're relaxing or something, but it's actually working against us. Uh -huh. Our bodies were made to move. We weren't made to sit for long periods of time. So if you have a job where you have to sit for long periods of time, just keep in mind, every 20 minutes, stand up. Every oh. 20 minutes, stand up. And then every hour, maybe every 20 minutes you can't take a, a full break, but every hour, walk around. Walk around your desk, uh -huh. walk around your room, uh -huh. um, wherever you are, get some circulation. <laughs> now, I've seen these new standing desks, you know, that uh, allow mm. you to sit and mm -hmm. then stand and you can be working standing. Many of us now are at home uh, on Zoom or, you know, we can't go back to work, so we're at our desks on these computers. What if we, did, if we didn't have a standing desk, could we put something on our desk to elevate our laptop so we can stand at the table and, and mm -hmm. work on, on our computer? Oh, definitely. Yes. There's, there's no limit really to what you can do if you're creative and, and um, just can, you know, modify your, your room somehow. Um, so there's no limit. You just want to keep in mind, you want it to be safe and you want it to be, uh, you want it to be conducive to good posture. Okay. So you don't want to have to slouch to reach anything. Uh, you want to be able to still stand up or sit up straight yeah. uh, with your arms in a comfortable position if you have to do a lot of typing and your wrists straight. It's very important to keep your, your wrists straight oh. and not have them bent at a keyboard. Sure. So I'm, I'm kind of implementing my in office now is uh, I changed the chair to the therapy bowl. Right. So that I can sit on the therapy bowl like this. Mm -hmm. And uh, she has a smaller one. Yeah, I brought I brought a therapy ball for those who are able to see. This is oh, a small yes. one. Okay. This is a small one. Most people will need a slightly larger one to sit so on. So if you sit on those ball, you have to have a uh, really good support on, over your you know core muscle uh -huh. to mm -hmm. be a straight, right. and then it's still like uh, your 
uh, maintaining good posture. So you're exercising Mm -hmm. still, Mm -hmm. and you're still like typing at the same time. Mm -hmm. And uh, so once you get, you know, kind of tired of sitting down, then I take the ball out. I kind of stretch my, you know, legs sideways. Mm-hmm. So that my, you know, the level is still low. Like almost the splits. That's yeah. with the stretch, <laughs> stretching myself. Yeah. And uh-huh. like slightly bend my knees mm-hmm. so that I can I can maintain my levels. Mm-hmm. Then I can just still working on the computer. Right. So, and uh, you mentioned that I ha- people need to get up and, you know, stand, walk around something. Uh-huh. And uh, to me, it's really difficult because it's, it's focusing on something is is automatically like uh, the minutes uh, hours boom right away it's go- mm-hmm. gone yeah. but uh, I kind of implement something too so uh, I try to drink lots of water mm. so lots of water so what do you have to do after that <laughs> oh. you might need to use you the have to go to the bathroom right <laughs> yeah. so I had to get up get mm-hmm. out you know get get up and go to the bathroom mm-hmm. so that's another way for my using my physiological mm-hmm. you know urging <laughs> to force myself to get up and go somewhere mm-hmm. you know so the drinking water is good right right so a right. lot of water then that you know automatically make you to go and get up mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> right yeah, so that's what i'm doing now I'm so glad you brought that up because, uh, you know, a lot of times people use that as an excuse for not drinking enough water Mm -hmm. because, oh, I don't want to have to go to the bathroom, you know, too often. And, uh, you know, that should never be, uh, that that is never a good reason for not drinking enough water. Mm -hmm. Um, It's much more important to drink enough water, uh, even at the inconvenience of having to get up to go to the bathroom. But like you said, that could actually be uh, conducive to helping you break up your your monotony of sitting to actually get more exercise. So I like that. I like that you're using it for something good. Uh, And that's the idea. Make sure you incorporate these useful things (laughs) into Mm. your life uh, to incorporate them for something good. Oh, that's excellent. Well, that gives me some good ideas on how I can stay healthy but still be at my desk. Uh, (laughs) Thank you very much. Any other exercises that you think we should be doing uh, right now? I know we're all confined in the house. Uh, How about for kids? Uh, Are there some things that our children need to be doing? You know, kids, um, kids just need to be running around. Um, (laughs) you know, really I've, I've seen, um, I'm not a pediatric therapist. However, uh, working in the clinic that, uh, that I was working at, uh, we didn't have a pediatric therapist. And for some reason, the, the scheduling people always gave the pediatric uh, the, the children patients to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, so I got to see a lot of kids. Yeah. And uh, really, you know, you can do specific exercises uh, for kids, but that's really not the best. Uh-huh. If, uh, you know, those kids just need to be running around, they need to be playing tag, uh-huh. they need to be getting outside um, and being kids. Uh, when When you're sitting inside all day, when you're on the computer, uh, when they're on whatever screen it may be, they're missing out on what's best for their physical bodies and for their mental bo- mental health as well. Um, you know, right now, I know there's a lot of kids that have to be on some screen time for the sake of school uh, because they're not able to have the regular uh, classroom setting uh, because of the things that are going on uh, in our world. But uh, but still, uh, as as parents and as teachers, if, you know, whoever we are as adults, uh, if we have children in our sphere of influence, 
Um, we need to be encouraging them to get up and move and play as much as possible because that's really what's best for the kids. Mm. Well, thank you so much. I think we're going to go now to uh, his healing word. And now for today's healing word from the Bible. This is taken from Philippians chapter 4, uh, verse 8. And it's Paul writing to the church in Philippi. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have heard and received and learned and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. I just want to encourage you this evening as you uh, come to the end of your day, that you think on things that are true and honest and just and pure and lovely. Now think about the Lord. Spend time with him this evening. Think of the good reports, things that are virtuous, praiseworthy, things of heaven. Because really, in order to have a good rest tonight, we need to have the peace of the Lord in our heart. Just invite him to, to, to be in your home, in your heart, and, and recommit your life to the Lord because he wants to be your, your true friend. You know, he's given us a wonderful uh, body that uh, he wants to live in. Uh, the Bible says that his body, our bodies are his temple and he wants to live in us through the power of the Holy Spirit and he wants to dwell in us and as we take care of them, as we um, exercise on a regular basis, as we get our rest, as we practice the New Start principles, it um, recreates us uh, so that we have a temple that he can use to, to glorify uh, himself and uh, he can use it to us to, sh to share his word with other people and to invite them to be to be his friends because he wants all of his children to to be healthy and happy and and joyful uh, uh, people who are um, having no disease no illness he does not want this this problem of sin in our world to continue or sickness or harm to continue um, he's coming soon to take us home to to do away with all of that. But in the meantime, he wants us to take good care of our bodies and so that he can dwell in us and live with us. And he wants to bless us with peace and happiness and joy. And I pray this evening as, as we close that you will again invite the Lord into your heart and uh, invite him every day to be part of your life so that uh, he can be your forever friend. God bless you and uh, we will talk to you again soon. Amen. Thanks for joining us for Total Health. We hope you've been blessed by this program. We do encourage you to follow up with your doctor before making any sudden life changes discussed today. Be sure to catch Total Health at the same time next week right here on Joy FM. View this episode on our Facebook page by searching for at Joy FM Radio.